0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the UGA Sports.com. All Things Georgia call-in show. My man, Andy Stowe, mm. up in the top right with me, coughing away, and we've got Eddie from Ackworth also in here. That's a sickly crew tonight, folks. We're going to try to get you through it. Eddie was having a sneezing fit before the show, so uh, we'll try to get you through it as best we can. We've got our uh, topics for tonight, guys. Top three impact freshman players on Georgia's...
1: Or transfer, or tra- yeah. Paul, you're muted. Paul, you—he might be having some issues. We're Or transfers. We're thinking. We're thinking freshmen or transfers. So. Okay, excluding. And then,
0: excluding. Yeah, yeah. Excluding etn because we can't pick him. We can't pick him.
2: Well, because we'll we all will. About, because we all will.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. Right. We'll also talk about who we think uh, could potentially replace McClendon, wide receivers coach, heading to Tampa Bay. We'll talk about that. Uh, the Braves, who we think might be the MVP for the Braves this year, excluding, again, another excluding from Eddie Mattingly, excluding Acuna because we would all pick him as well. A little bit about UGA baseball, a big series win, 10 runs in three different games. First time it's happened since 2004. Thanks to Dave McStats for that info. And then we'll also touch on, oh boy, we'll touch on the UGA basketball program a little bit and uh, see what's going on there. So guys, we appreciate you joining us. Before we get started, though, Andy, how was your Valentine's Day? Well, damn, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm sorry.
1: That was go bad. to Andy on that one. I was at home yeah. by myself, so go yeah. Andy on that. That one. was
0: bad. That was that, was, that was on me. That was on me.
1: How was your Valentine's Day with the with the wife and the new kids and all? I mean, you really want to
0: know? Yeah, how was it? Yeah. I ordered some edible arrangements three days prior to get delivered to Nicole's work with a custom card. They did not answer the phone. Did not get delivered. I went to the one near my house. They also, uh, they're, they're a private franchisee. They don't, they don't communicate. So, uh, okay. it was great. It was great. It really was Andy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a that, great, that's run. called an epic fail. Is what
3: it was an epic call. fail. Yeah. yeah. So it felt
1: was like yours was about the same as mine. So yeah, yeah. it was. It and it I, was. Didn't so, work. I didn't I did have to put any work in at all to do all that. So good job. So, yeah.
0: Guys, if you're watching us, make sure you're letting us know where you're watching us from. It it makes the show go by a ton uh, faster and, and better. If you put in your comments as well, we'll put them up on the screen, and uh, we'll we'll just chit-chat. So, uh, you know, we ran through our topics, and as always, you guys will lead the show, right? In the comment section, you'll let us know what you want to talk about. Uh, We've got Jackson Barber already on here from the old X, the old Elon machine, says, uh, Thoughts on Mike White? I'm tired of losing in basketball. John Radford said, Braves, we have 10 months to decide. Interesting. And then our man Beyond Creative says, Happy Sunday to us. Appreciate that. Happy Sunday to you, Beyond Creative. Glad you're here with us. All right, guys, let's jump into it. That was three minutes of an intro. We did a great job. <laughs> We're talking about impact freshmen or transfers, excluding ETN, top three. Since I am the host, I'm picking first. I'm going Nasir Johnson. Guys, if you haven't looked up Nasir Johnson and who this kid is, I think he is Oh this is tough right defensive tackles so the the thought process he's from Dublin Georgia mm-hmm. thought process here is you want to compare him to those great defensive tackles that have come through Georgia yep. recently that's unfair to nasir Johnson okay that's that's unfair to him I will say though I think he is going to be uh he's gonna it'd be an impact player I, I believe now freshman year that's tough because we haven't even gone through spring practice yet to see where these guys are really stacking up. I will say that's my first pick, and I I think it's a good one. I I really do. Can I ask you a question question.
2: about it, Paul? So I'm not disputing your pick. I just have a question. So, And I know Kirby rotates guys in, so that's completely fair, right? So he's probably going to see the field. But he's literally listed at what I'm looking at as fourth on the depth chart. Warren Brinson, Jordan Hall, Jordan Thomas, and then him. So you really think he's going to have that much of an impact?
0: Yeah. Who's making
2: this depth chart right now? Well, I'm just saying as it stands right now, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. and that'll change. I understand. I would also I would
0: also like to argue with you, Eddie, that we did this before last season and my impact freshman was the impact freshman. So, you know, just, just
2: R- refresh my memory. Who was it? I, I really oh, the kicker kicker. The kicker. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And of... you
0: guys laughed at me then. So just, I,
1: didn't, I was with you on that. I was, I was with you on that pick. So.
0: Uh, Andy, since you didn't rebuttal against my pick, I'll let you go next.
1: Okay, well, I'm kind of going low hanging fruit here, but I I mean you have Ellis Robinson going because you gotta yeah. think about it. Oh, there you go, J- there you go, James Caraway. Ellis Robinson, Kamari Laster is gone, and now he's gonna be fighting Julian Humphrey and Daniel Harris for playing mm-hmm. time. And I just mm-hmm. think if he you know they, they're throwing out names like Champ Bailey with this guy. If you are throwing Champ Bailey out there, who I think is the best player I've ever seen in college, yeah. if you're throwing that guy out there. I Like it so to me, he's low hanging fruit, but I think he's going to be playing. And I think he'll be playing early and off,
0: yeah. He, uh, there's not many guys that have had as much hype as him,
1: yeah, coming yeah. into
0: this, like to the point where any he's also top three on almost every recruiting service mm-hmm. and rarely happens for a corner. Because to kind of refresh everybody's memory, what rivals is doing, you know, we we're, we're associated with rivals you've also got the other ones as well what they're trying to do with their five stars guys is they're trying to project and it's kind of weird right but they try to project first round picks in the nfl draft so that's what they're doing they're if they're saying this kid is is the second overall player then they are predicting by way of doing that saying that he should be a second round second pick overall in in his draft so that's where they're thinking ellis robinson i mean Top three is is crazy for a, a defensive mm-hmm. back, especially yeah. a corner. Uh, you just don't see it very often. And from everything I've heard about the kid, uh, hard worker, keeps his head down, like no trouble. Out everything you. you want, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, great pick, Andy. I left that one right. I, I left. I it was
1: out. Hanging fruit. It definitely. Yeah, it I, went,
0: I went a little deeper. I dove deeper, but you took yeah. it. You know, somebody was going to take him right? Yeah. We can take the same guys as well. You know, we're not out here yeah, trying yeah. to pick nine, but that's a great pick. Great pick. Yeah, I think. Sure. He's,
2: he's- and not, not to mention that, but I mean, the highlights we're seeing he's making George Pickens like catches oh, yeah. on the yeah. defensive side of the football. I mean, yeah. just incredible athlete. So I, I love that
0: pick Andy. It's great. Yeah. What you got old EFA? I'm going
2: to start with the low hanging fruit as Andy likes to call it as well. Now, I'm going to go with K.J. Bolden. I think this kid is a massive gift for Georgia. Um, I think we got the better of the guys from Buford. I know Jake Pope's coming in. I understand. But uh, K.J. Bolden may be the best athlete in the country coming to Georgia next year. He's going to get on the field. Uh, He's going to make impact plays. And they make it a little bit. I mean, he's listed now, obviously, behind Malachi Starks, right? But they're going to find a way to get this kid on the field somehow.
0: Here's a here's a question for you guys. And, and this is all this is such a hypothetical, right? Because we just I mean, we don't know yet. This is just for fun right now. Uh, we're in the we're in the dog days of the winter and, and we're, <laughs> we're you know, we're, we're pulling along as best we can. The fun thing is, though, is to kind of project these guys. Who do you think sees the field first? Ellis Robinson or K.J. Bolden?
1: Ellis Robinson.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of agree with that. I think Ellis Robinson, I think Ellis Robinson may start game one. That's cr- that, you know, that's a crazy take, but it's not
1: that crazy. It's not like, that it's,
0: crazy. It's not crazy. And walk us, th- walk us through that thought process, Andy. You
1: can't oh, just McCullough. say that. And- he's coming in. He's going up against guys that have are not starters yet. He's not like he's coming in to go up against uh, Kamari Lasseter. Kamari Lasseter is gone. He's coming into a spot that's wide open. Not to mention, you have a new DBs coach. So you don't have somebody that's there that's got this preconceived notion of who started last year and who's moving up. He's coming into a slate, and if that guy, I've seen his clips, like y'all are talking about, if he is as good as they say he is, and his clips look, he may be playing day one. So.
2: And not to mention going into the spring, he's already done this once. Who knows if Julian Humphrey's even here when we start in the fall? <laughs> you, may, you may say, "Whoa, this guy's pretty good." I'm out of here for real this time. But for the for, I, what would that be
1: the first time? For, That'd be at least the third. Time. I mean,
2: for real, like he, yeah. he's like gone, you know. Yeah. So I think that I think Andy's right on that. Absolutely. But with that being
1: said, uh, when you're talking about K.J. Bolden, he's going up against Dan Jackson and um, Ja'Cory Thomas. And those guys, nothing against them. They're not Javon Bullard. So who knows? Right. He may be right there at it too.
0: Uh, So we've had some guys in the chat, and I want to put this up now. that It's my turn again. You guys can't steal them. Uh, We've got a lot of Justin Williams in the chat. Okay. We've got Justin Williams, Justin Williams. Uh, We've also got – don't sleep on DeMello. DeMello oh, Jones. <laughs> Next. DeMelo time. Jones. Hey, Fred says good seeing you guys. We appreciate it, Fred. Chris Taylor also liked your pick. What's up, CT? Uh, Justin Williams again. We see him. DeMello Jones again. So there's some names out here we, we haven't touched on yet. Uh man, as much as I re- oh boy. Okay, this is this is tough, guys. Because as much as I really, really like Justin Williams, I just don't see where, where does he get on the field?
1: That's the problem. I think he's too no. far behind. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Small Raylan Wilson and Tony Bowles listed now ahead of him. I mean, I'm I'm just
1: Troy, Troy, Troy Balls, Yeah. But yeah. Troy Bowles, I'm sorry. You're good. Yeah. I just I don't think he's I don't I don't think he's gonna beat those guys out. I think they're just way ahead of him. We got CJ Allen, Jalen Walker, yeah, Mile, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Raylan Wilson. I mean, there's four guys right yeah. there. There, yeah. I mean, and, and and Troy Bowles looked good in his limited playing time that we saw. Right. So that's the only concern I have with Justin Williams. If if there was like free roam for a freshman to start and every position was open, I think that Justin Williams would have a good shot at it. That's right. the only stop I have with him. So with that being said, I'm not going with him. I'm not going to Mela Jones. You guys can go with both of those. Let me, Where's my list at? I think I lost my list, boys. This, I'm in trouble. Well done. Well prepared. Yeah, I've lost that's my cool. list. Yeah, that's great. Hey, Andy, go ahead with your next one. I've lost my list. This is okay. good.
1: Well, my next one wasn't going to be K.J. Bolden, but I'm going to skip over him, and my next guy's going to be London Humphreys because mm-hmm. – he is, oh,
0: you went so okay. So you went, you went transfer style. I went
1: transfer because six foot two, two hundred pounds, runs a four, four, 140, and he broke Jalen Ramsey's four um, two hundred meter record. Uh, I think he is going to be that guy that can just run down the field. He's not going to be the new lad. I know everybody wants to compare those guys. That's He's right. not. He's and that's the only, that's the only thing that's kind of the same really cuz yeah, more of 50 guy and um but yeah no, I think London Humphreys is going to come in and he's going to help stretch that field you know maybe we didn't have that guy last year that could stretch it so I like the London Humphreys.
0: I'm glad you left this for me because I was going to go with him third but I'll I'll take him second cuz I'm afraid where Eddie's going here. Kobe Young. Um, damn damn it. It. All right. 6'5", right. 215. The last kid... Are you picking him? Is that your pick, Yeah. Paul? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. The the, the last oh, yeah. kid
0: that Georgia got from Miami that had 10 touchdowns in his career, and that was around 6'5", 215, Lawrence Cager.
1: Lawrence Cager was great.
0: Bald yeah. in Athens. I think this kid... Who's the last... Remind me, please. Enlighten me. Last 6'5", kid for Georgia that you know, just balled out. Rock Bobbers. Okay. So tight end. Yeah. Tied in. I also like guys. I also like Colby Young for the reason that he started off. I mean, he, he's from New York. Went Juco. He's, he's like made himself. He's, uh, he's, he's different. He's, he's absolutely different. And I watch this film and I'm like, man, this guy can go and high point a ball, you know, and, and just go into a, an end zone. Like George Pickens, like Lawrence Cager, um Javon Wims like those guys it kind of reminds me of them and uh a lot of those guys were transfers so I think I think uh Colby Young as much as London Humphreys and I like London Humphreys don't get me wrong I think he got maybe overly hyped in the portal process if that makes sense um I like Colby Young. He, he's under the radar. Nobody's talking about him. If you're going to the water cooler, nobody's talking about Colby Young. They're talking about they're talking about Humphreys. He was the one that was That's that was hyped right. up so much. Colby yep. Young's under the under the radar. Doesn't have to worry too much, you know, and come in and just dominate. I like, I like that. The, oh, my
1: yeah. only, the reason I went Humphreys is because of the speed, the straight line speed. Yeah. Um, Kobe sure. Young's a four or six and a half type guy, four or four or seven. So I like, I, we haven't had a stretch the field type guy. And I but think. Who, who are you going to put in the uh, corner of the end zone when you need a ball? Yeah, exactly. For sure. no, I'm with you on that. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm with you on that. But for the home run, I, I won't. We we haven't had a home run guy in the last couple years. So,
0: you know, and, and love Ra Ra to death. A couple of injuries, though. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Colby could step in there. And and it's not like it's Georgia locks it down with three wide receivers and that's all they play right. the whole game. They right. rotate them, you know, like crazy. So they'll sure. he'll see the field. Uh uh very much so. Eddie, what you got? Well, I mean, you took mine.
2: I, mine was Colby Young as well, but oh, I'll, good pick. I'll take okay. it. I'll take it one step further. That's your Marcus Rosemy Jack Saint replacement. That's Ooh. what that is.
0: And I like
2: that. by like the that. way. He had 47 receptions, 563 yards, and five TDs with a garbage quarterback in Miami. And that's better than your London Humphreys pick. It Actually, is, Andy. It's a lot better. Um, and he's listed second on the depth chart right now. I know these depth charts don't mean anything right now, but that's a that's a chance to play right there. I like his size, his, his ability to use his body to get open and that kind of thing. And you're right. High point in the ball right there at the end zone, give it to that guy. I, I love Colby Young.
0: Right, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. Didn't know much about him during the season, you know, uh, but he's one of those guys that coaching staff looked in on. Obviously, he's he's putting up numbers. Eddie just read them to you. He's not. And he some, can
2: he can block downfield. That's the other thing. Like Marcus Rosemi Jackson. That's why they loved and why I loved him. One of my favorite
0: players. He yeah. he just laid his body on the line. And Kobe Young does that. Ken from Cummings says you're all overlooking the one player that. Uh, will be a player, and it's ETN. So at the beginning of the show, we we all said we're I not going to choose ETN. He's into the whiskey already. It's, it's <laughs> obvious. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we would choose ETN. Chris Taylor's uh, talking about lad and, and London Humphreys. Exciting whites, that picture of the, the wines in the grocery store. I love that. Um, <laughs> Andy, go ahead, my friend. I'll let you go again.
1: Well I had KJ Bolden. I mean KJ I mean again, low hanging fruit. KJ yep. Bolden the guy. He's like I said he he could be starting day one. We don't know. He may be Man, so
0: you really you really went chalk as hell on your picks,
1: didn't I you? I did. We when Eddie said wow. when Eddie said impact freshman or transfers, I was like, Okay, who's got potential to start this year? And mm-hmm. to me, there's only well, two that start. I mean, with-
2: I, I get it. I mean, those yeah. were two on my radar too, but I was trying to go a little deeper much like Paul, but it's it's hard not to overlook those guys. Those guys are gonna be the impact
3: players, right? Yeah,
1: bit, I mean they are the two freshmen that could be starting day one. are there any or is there any other freshmen that could start day one? I mean, I'm looking at the list and I don't see one. I mean unless totally. you have, unless you have injuries, you know, maybe a yeah. halfback etN goes yeah. down, you know, but outside of if everyone's healthy, they're the only two that can start. I think, with. I think,
0: I think, gentlemen, I'm about to steal Eddie's third pick, too. I think. Because I, I looked at the way he looked down at his paper when you said running back. Nate Frazier. Is that your nope. pick? Nope. Damn. Pick. I really, okay. Reason for Nate Frazier, right? That's going to be tough. I, you got to explain. Okay. It. okay. I'm, I'm jumping. Let me Let yeah. me go. Let me go. Let me cook. How many times last year did Georgia go to its third string running back, fourth string running back? A good bit. I a mean, yeah. there's a lot of times that Cash Jones was in there. Okay. <laughs> and Nate Frazier, man, they, they love this kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. ETN is going to be the primary back, but there's always a secondary back. And then you go, okay, well, what about Branson Robinson? Sure, sure. But we, we don't, don't know. know. We don't no. know. No. Okay. And there's no clear cut. There's, there's no way to know uh, with him. Andrew Paul, I like him. I like him too. I like him. Uh and then Rod Rob is he's like a a, a hammer out there. dude, yeah. just massive. Nate Frazier brings a different aspect than any of those guys. Like, so you pair him up. I think he starts to see more playing time. And I'm not saying at the beginning, oh man, this is a big hoss just came in with one. We but we're we're missing out on here. We're missing out. Big Hoss did. He said McLeod, Xavier McLeod. That yep. uh transferred from South Carolina and then Eurosec, I think that's how you pronounce his name. And can you look that up for me, Andy? Eurosec. Can we get a, can we help the fans out with the correct that's yeah, correct correct if I could even say correct. That's right. You said it correctly. That's correct. Yeah. Is it yeah. Eurosec? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh you know, both of those guys. Eurosec, his production
2: is Stanford. That. Again yeah. though, McLeod, I, I looked at McLeod and I he jumped out at me too. But you got Jamal Jarrett, Kristen Miller, and Stackhouse.
1: Yeah.
2: You there's know, there's a long way to go. that's yeah, the same that's thing that's we do. And again, I know he rotates guys in, but that, that's that's a lot to overcome right there. But I, I'm not arguing it, big hoss, but I see what you're saying. No, i your yeah, sex like kind of kind of that same
1: way too.
0: You know, he, oh,
1: I, I, you're a sec. When we were talking about this, I was like, he's the guy. But then I was like, well, God, he's got a long way to go to get to yeah. that. Point. I don't
0: think I he does. I don't think he does. I think, think so? I think he's top two. I think he's top two tight end.
1: You think he's you think ahead of Jay
0: Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. You think he's ahead
1: of Pierce Sterling?
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. 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 It's going to be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, they They're brought him in to sit.
0: They brought him
2: in for a reason. You know. Yeah. They're
0: not bringing him in to, him to sit. He's going to be out there playing. He's yeah. gonna be out there playing. That's a damn good pick. We mm-hmm. we looked over we we glossed yeah. over him. Uh, damn, you still have a chance to make up for that, Eddie. You do have the last pick here. Uh, you could pick Urasek. and really, I mean, you probably could save your ass a good bit because he's gonna see the field a good oh, bit. I'm, what if my last place? I mean, no, I mean, I'm just no, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you insider info here. Oh, like, okay, we all Thanks skipped well. over it. You could look really good by picking him, but I think you're going somewhere else. I'm not too. going him. Sorry.
2: But it has been mentioned, I will say. I'm going
0: Mello Jones. And the reason I,
2: the the I reason I'm going – Paul, will you just relax and let me explain this, okay?
0: Yeah. Did you, you did the you same thing it? with my Nate Frazier picks. I don't want to hear it. No, I have some
2: questions. I didn't make a face and, and almost vomit like you just did. <laughs> All right, fair, fair,
0: fair. What you got?
2: Did you watch the state championship with Swainsborough? Baller. Ball. absolutely dominated the game in a losing effort, but dominated the game. And here's where I think he makes an impact punt returns. I think they're going to put him back there and he's going to make an immediate impact. Cause we need somebody like that. I know Evans did that great punt return against Alabama. That's all we saw. DeMello Jones can return punts. Okay. And he is a fantastic kid at doing that. I think he sees a feel like that. Plus I love
0: his name, DeMello. I mean, this is great. <laughs> John helped me out here. Marlon Brown. Marlon Brown, Marlon yeah. Brown another uh, big it's wider. Yeah. Um, This is tough. This is from Johnny he says, I have a question for Eddie. Who was the first to transfer out after spring? That's tough. I don't know. I mean, it, holy cow. Let's let's wait till spring on that, John. And let's let's start getting some intel. For why me? Why, why <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Eddie, you might have mentioned him earlier.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Julian, A- A- yeah. he
1: he could be yeah, yeah. four times the charm. I so. mean,
0: Garrett, Key's in the house. What's up, Garrett? Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. I think all those are solid picks. I think Uresek is probably one that we all overlook, though, and we're going to look back on it and, and say he probably should have been whew, maybe one first or second overall pick. Really, mm-hmm. do. I asked you guys on the
2: text, <sighs> and you kind of shot back at me, Paul, <clears throat> about why they brought him in. Do do you think they brought him in because they think? Delp is not the guy.
0: Or, no, I don't. I don't. I don't is. think. I don't think that's the case. But once you get past Delp,
2: you got Lucky, Pierce, Delp. Sterling. You know, lost. Got Luffy. some younger guys. Lucky's yeah.
0: been injured. We don't really right. know what we have in him, right? Right. So. You've, you've got. You've that's got a younger. You've got a younger tight end room. So kind of bringing a veteran presence, uh, and he's you know obviously has to be some sort of smart coming from Stanford. You yeah. know, so bring yeah. a, a, an elder, if you will, into the into the into the mix. Georgia lost a lot of tight ends, guys. You yeah. know, in the past couple of years, they had a, a lot, a lot of transfers. They lost Arnell Washington. They lost, lost Brock Bowers. They've been lower on that number than they've wanted to be. So this isn't this isn't anything crazy that they brought him in. They, they wanted to get to that. I think it's what is it? Six, five, six. They wanted to get up uh, one that's scholarship that's Yeah, six. on those tight ends. So, uh, you know, that's. That's that's what you do. Uh, let's see. What was the next
1: topic, guys? What were we going on? Well, we are talking about the Georgia football team, why don't we talk about that coach that just left and who we're going right. to Right. Thank him. you,
0: Andy. Thank you, yeah. Andy. Yeah. That came out of uh, a left field, if you will. Brian yeah. McClendon going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Same position, right, Andy?
1: Yeah, he, he's the passing game coordinator, and he's the wide receivers coach. Let's what does that even mean?
0: Position. What is that? <laughs> I think I
1: don't know. We can Google it, but I I think it's basically setting up the that's got
0: like like that's got to just be a title and I don't know it coach, is. I might need to ask coach Don in this. That has to be a title that just gets you more money, Eddie. Like passing game coordinator. Passing game coordinator. Yeah. And running game coordinator. And then you yeah. have the offensive coordinator. Because what? Are you all sitting in a, a room together and the offensive coordinator is sitting there and he goes, "All right, uh Mac, can you can you give me some passing plays, please?" Yeah. Let me coordinate oh,
2: hey. these passing plays for you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, like, and then, oh, hey, Mr. Run Game Coordinator, can you give me the run games as well, the the, the run plays as well? Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll merge both of those together and I'll make my – no, I think it's just a – you know, I could be yeah. totally wrong on that, but I think no, it's just I also
2: game. think this is part of – what we're seeing in college football and this is going to happen more and more and more the nfl gives you breaks you have time off you have time to spend with your family you're not on the road recruiting you're not dealing with a transfer portal you're not dealing with nil all this shit on top of everything they've already been doing they've already been grinding right and i just think this is the beginning of the end for some of these coaches that they're going to look to the nfl and even if it's a ladder i would say some of them this is a lateral move. Some of them take a move underneath what they're doing now in college to get to the NFL and have that time to just
0: decompress that they don't get in college football. It's it's become ridiculous. It really My has. first My first thought was, I wonder if Mac called up his old buddy Thomas Brown. And yeah. He was like, man, how do you like coaching in the NFL? Yeah. And Thomas yeah. was like, man, it's a little different. Yeah. It's a little different up here. Great you point. Know? Yeah. Um, because the BMAC for me, like, I feel like he's, he's close to that next stepping. Like he could be that next OC we talk about next year in the NFL. Yeah. Right. Thomas Brown got it. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's an OC now.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's the trajectory I see for, for Brian <laughs> McClendon is, is very much the same as Thomas Brown and no, no, uh, knock on him. Right better family life he's got a family he's got kids like if if that's what it is that's what it is you know and and you're not going to some terrible town you're going to tampa great weather you know uh you've got you've got mike evans down there so if you
2: he's gonna have baker
0: right right yeah you boost evans production a little bit uh next thing you know hey the ocs are starting to come around and then after you're an oc for a couple years hey young up and coming head coach candidate. Like, you know, I, I could see that that path for, for BMAC. I really could. And, you know, congrats to him for doing it. The big question though is there's now a spot open on Georgia's coaching staff. They've got some in-house options. They've got some former dogs. They've everybody has their opinion on the wide receivers coach. Now the one name that has been passed around more than probably anybody yeah. How long is this? Na- I don't even have to say the name, guys. How long has this name been passed around as potentially every time there's a wide receivers coach opening past 10 years? was Absolutely. It was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was when Rick was still yes. present yeah. in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Heinz Ward. OK. And correct me if I'm wrong. What is what is Heinz Ward done, Andy, in his coaching career?
1: Um, he got fired from the XFL, right? Mm-hmm. OK.
3: All
1: right. So, but he's worked for the Steelers. I mean, he's okay. done
0: some stuff with the Steelers.
2: It's not like he hasn't coached. He has. And he's currently, but that was a the board. knock
0: on him, right? That was the knock. There was no yeah. coaching experience.
1: I think that's what Kirby. Yeah. So he's got cool. it
0: now. I mean,
2: he's got some coaching experience in the NFL and, and currently he's a free agent. He's sitting out there. The other name is Terrence Edwards. Okay. <laughs> But he just yeah. um, he just that's got the other head job. And he just that's exactly right. He just got the, the position of what Mount Vernon in that right so, yeah. Head that's coaching that's job. job. Now, that's all high school experience that Terrence Edwards has got. I mean, I, how do you argue against Heinz Ward coming in and just any coaching role at University of Georgia? I, I just I just think that's huge.
1: He's one of my all-time favorite Georgia Bulldogs. Absolutely. I love that guy. When when we beat Florida in 97, you know, that Heinz-Ward package, you know, he was quarterback and halfback and wide receiver. He did it all. So, James right. uh, says,
0: do high school kids even know who Heinz-Ward is? I think so. I don't think I mean, so. Why yeah. does that
2: matter? Do high school kids know who Mike Bobo is? I mean, no. I mean,
0: they don't – I mean – I think he's talking about like his playing career. I think, I think yeah, you look up Heinz-Ward, you'll know who he is. Um, there's a here's a question, and here's another name that's been thrown around. Chris Taylor says, anyone like or strongly dislike Joe Cox? Why or why not? I'm, Any if, opinion on that?
1: I mean, I think if he got hired, it would be fine. I don't think it would be terrible. I, again, I think it's ultimately going to be for Georgia to go out and get the next level wide receivers. I think they're going to have to start paying more at that position. But, I mean, I would be fine with Joe Cox. I don't strongly dislike or like him, though. I mean, I'm like, eh, whatever. so
0: So if i'm if i'm correct joe cox just took a job with alabama with alabama
1: yeah right he's he's three weeks ago maybe so yeah i mean he's as what 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 is he there at alabama tight ends coach tight ends coach Uh, okay
0: but he was with bobo uh twice Mm -hmm. uh colorado
1: state and um,
0: he's another guy you know same age as uh i think he's the same age as thomas brown and and mcclendon might be a little older um that's kind of making his way up the rankings. Yeah, Joe Cox, nobody nobody liked him when he was a quarterback at Georgia, but I've seen he's he's able to recruit, and it looks like he's able to coach, obviously, yeah. if you're able to get a job at, at Alabama. We've got John waiting in the background. Let's get John in here real quick. Big John, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, John? What's up? Hey, I put it in the chat.
4: Jimmy Smith, former Cedar Grove high school head coach at in Arkansas. Dude can recruit. Knows the Atlanta area. I think his personality is very, very much in tune with what Brian McClendon had as far as making a relationship with these elite wide receivers. And he turned the Cedar Grove program into a juggernaut.
0: Yeah. Now, is he, is he still at uh, Arkansas? Thank I think he is, yeah. I, so, if you guys don't know who Jimmy Smith is, like John just said, he put Cedar Grove on the map. I'm talking – he was pushing kids out of their left, right, front, center. Uh and then he I think oh man, I'm going to be wrong on this. I think he took a job at Georgia State? They went to Georgia State. Right. And now and then Pittman obviously knew him from the from the recruiting ranks and uh snagged him to go over with him to uh, to Arkansas. Hell of a coach. So mm-hmm. that Georgia has their picks here. Um
1: let me throw a name that I read earlier that okay. all on the forums. James Coley.
2: Yeah, I yeah. know. I, I saw that, too. I'd rather have him I than Joe. I don't understand that one. Yeah, I, I kind of
0: agree with you. I, I'd rather have Joe Cox. Uh, I,
1: just, I, I just got PC. Oh. But he's not going to be calling your plays. He, he He's an excellent recruiter. He's, he's
0: by far, no, the out of, out of every name we've just named here, Andy, by far the best, the best recruiter of any of those no. we just named.
1: I mean, it's not out of the range. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked with that. And would you be upset? I don't, I mean, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'd be fine.
2: Paul, let me ask you a question because you're closer to the program than we are. Kirby smart. He plans for everything. He's got a plan already for this, right? I mean, he, he, he's already thought in his mind, if Brian McClendon leaves, here's what I'm doing. Right. Don't you think? Or is this this caught him off guard and he's got to find somebody?
0: No, no, no. I'm sure Kirby probably for, for every coach, yeah. It's like, if he were to leave, this is who I would this call the guy. Yeah. And then that, that probably changes periodically, you know, as, as he gets new information on these guys. So right. I'm sure. Yeah. He's got a short list for, for every position coach, every offensive coordinator, defensive, every coordinator, he's got a short list. Yeah. So this, this isn't, this didn't catch him off guard. No. Um, It's going to be interesting to see who they bring in because for wide receiver coach and correct me if I'm wrong here, Andy, you're the stats guy most of the time. And John, you can correct me if I'm wrong too most of the time that wide receivers coach is a, is a recruiter first. I mean, yeah. He can, he can coach obviously, but like his main attraction is, is his ability to recruit. Thank I, yeah.
1: Yeah. And right. I think, I think that's why you could see James Coley coming back just because of that. I mean, and it's possible. Yeah. Cause he can, I mean, I think it's going to be ultimately about how good of a recruiter they are. So.
4: Hey, yeah. kind of question. If you don't mind while I'm on here. Yeah, man. Uh, how, how, What's it really going to change? Take to change uh, the uh, schedule as it is now, as far as the 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 yearly schedule of college football. Is it going to be a major coach jump into the NFL? Is it? I mean, Nick Saban's gone. Is it going to be a Kirby Smart or a? I mean, Jim Harbaugh did it, and I, I Harbaugh wants to go back because he wants to win the Super Bowl. And get that, but you can't tell me, I mean how long ago was it where the NFL was the grind and college football was the, I mean, is it, is it, is it Kirby smart? Is Kirby smart the linchpin to get it changed? I mean, obviously there's other factors, but I mean,
0: I don't know if, I don't know if Kirby's the the one, because you you kind of just said it yourself, Saban retired and Harbaugh left two of the top five coaches in the game and nothing has changed. Right. There's been really no talk of anything changing since both of them have stepped away. Uh, From from the NCAA. So now I think what you'll get, John, to answer that question is you're going to get Saban obviously on college game day and they're going to ask him, you know, like the grind of the schedule and things like that. That might be where you start getting some more uh, conversation around this, if you will. Right now, it's it's, you know, for the most part, it's it's they're not doing a ton right now. So the conversation wouldn't pop up at this moment. But right. you get into the season, and you you have you know, say, like I said, Saban on game day, Pat McAfee or or Kirk Herbstreit, somebody's going to ask him a question about the grind of the season schedule, and that's maybe where that conversation takes place. But I don't I don't know how you change it right now. You, maybe you limit the transfer portals and and the amount of times that it's open and closed and things of that nature. But I, I don't know if, if there's a direct correlation to like if Kirby Kirby was to leave because we just saw Saban and Harbaugh both jump. And nothing changed. Yeah, that.
4: it's not gonna trigger anything.
0: Yeah. Just um, it's, it's
4: just crazy. And we're talking about and again, who knows who's gonna we're talking about people leaving. Like Julian Humphrey could t- potentially be at his third, what, third school? Yeah. By the
1: fall. Uh, Julian Humphrey's been at Georgia. No, Julie, hum- yeah, he's been <laughs> at Georgia.
4: Yeah. Who am I talking about? Um the name's mistaken me. And maybe I'm maybe I'm I'm there's somebody on our roster that's transferred twice already, no? I'm I
0: completely off base. I'm sure there I'm, is. I just can't think of him off the Georgia's roster. He, yeah,
1: he's um, already transferred twice. So he and, transferred to Georgia or from? To,
4: uh, I'm completely off base. Then if what I was trying to think or it's escaped me, but I think that my question to Eddie was, who's leaving? It's going to be Pierce. We're not. I, I mean, it, in the tight end
0: room, Pierce Burling.
4: Yeah, we're not going yeah. three deep on a tight end unless there's an injury, God forbid. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, but it's, I think it's just a little too early to, to speculate who's going yeah, mean, to, he is. could have a, a hell of a spring, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. so like, that's where just, uh, you know, be fair to the kids. I'm, <clears throat> I'm not projecting anybody until we get to the spring and start hearing because they could just jump off the page. You know, yeah. we could, we could see him again and, and Pierce Sperling's, you know, grown six inches. He's seven, two when he's 280 <laughs> pounds, you know, and <laughs> I, like, Whoa, there he is. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think John to answer your question a little bit, I think
2: changes are coming after next year. We're gonna we're gonna see this 12-game playoff for the first time next year, right? And and, and I think part of that change is gonna be they're gonna realize these championship games, SEC championship, you know, Big 12 championship, those games are meaningless and stupid, and they're gonna do they're gonna realize. Yes, I heard the other day, well, they make tons of money. Well, people – who gives a crap about the SEC championship now, right? You you want to – Georgia really would be in a better position sitting at home, not playing in that game, going in as like a seven seed and playing a home, a home game, game or a, yeah. five game, a five seed, whatever, playing a home game. because So that's going to change right there. Until So, so until, you, think
1: the, you think the championship games are going away? I do, absolutely, right. 100%. I, I, think, oh, I think they're that, going
2: away. They're, okay. they're going away, Andy. I really firmly believe that. And the I don't money, think so. They keep talking about the money. The money is going to decrease because people are not going to go to these games anymore because they're meaningless. Okay, great. We got the SEC championship. If you got a 10 and three LSU that beats a 12 and 0 Alabama, yeah, that means something because LSU wins. They're going to get in. Okay, that means something, but that's going to be a rarity. That's not going to happen that often. And secondly, John, the other part of your question. I think un- until football breaks away from the NCAA, they they develop their own league. They have a commissioner and all that stuff. That's when it changes. And until then, it's going to be a mess. But we got to have some rules in place. We got to have somebody who says this is how we got to do things, right? And we're not there yet.
4: Another thing, and I know you got another thing to throw a wrench in it. What's going to stop somebody? Let's just, and I don't know the money. Let's just say it's two million. What's going to stop somebody? from like caleb downs who's a surefire top five pick after this year to say you know what i got a bag of money from ohio state i'm going to take off this next eight months i'm just going to train and not risk injury and i'm not going to play nothing nothing so that's what's going to end up that could and then it's kind of like how the bowl games were 10 years ago everybody played the bowl game didn't matter if it was the gator or the national championship now look we're at it's going to take one of those players that's like I got money. I'm fine. I'm gonna sit and rest six, eight months, and have have one less season under my um off my body. You think every NFL team is gonna be salivating over that? Yep. You know a, favorite,
0: It's gonna slip my mind. Maybe uh, Garrett Key or James or Jermaine or Beyond or even Andy can help me out with this. There was a basketball player maybe five years ago that decided, hey, I'm not going to college. And he sat out. About a year. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but his his draft stock tanked. Like he was a top five pick, but then it, it, he did not do anything. Like he trained, like you said, John. And it's a little different with football, right? You've had two seasons. Yeah. It's totally different with, with that. But I can't remember who it was. Uh, his his draft stock tanked. He was a top five prospect. And he was like, nope, I'm not going to college. I'm just going to sit out and maybe go play overseas, is what he did. And he just never, yeah, he never amounted to anything. I wonder who that was. Um, but, John, I appreciate you calling in, as always, my friend. Take hey, care of uh, care for us for brother.
1: All right, man. See you. Hey, hey Paul, can you put Garrett Key's question up? He was asking about Brandon Streeter. Um, yeah. Brandon Streeter was a quarterback for for Clemson, and he was their offensive coordinator. Um, and so he got fired. He's been an analyst here at Georgia for the past well, last year. Um, Last year. was it yeah, because we're opening up with Clemson this year. So it was almost like Kirby's playing some of that four D chess. But yeah, so he is he was the OC there and he got fired um from Clemson. But yeah, he played ball there and he he coached running backs and quarterbacks, well quarterbacks in the OC there. So um makes I mean it makes a lot of sense to promote him to promote from within because I mean and especially he was an OC. So that's yeah. No, he's he's I mean, Kirby has his pick
0: here. For sure, it's the the litter is not uh, dry. You're not getting the run of the litter, if you will, uh, with this uh, wide receiver selection. As so
2: going back to what you said, Paul, I want to I want to pick on this a little bit. Do you think the recruiting aspect outweighs the coaching aspect for this position?
0: At certain positions, yeah.
2: I no, do. at this one, at wide receiver, yeah, I do. Yes, you do. Yeah. So yeah. that's more important
0: than actually coaching the wide receivers and the passing coordinating bullshit. You make it you make it sound like uh you make it sound like he's only going to recruit and not coach at all. No, no, no right? that's
2: not what I mean. I'm just saying the importance it's more important to be a big recruiter as opposed to the wide receiver coach.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. 100%. Yeah, because because if you're able to go recruit uh you know, Evan Stewart or uh just name the name of star Marvin,
1: Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. That guy would yeah, be the best player. On get field. those guys, right? Those, he would be the best wide receiver on the field. You right. telling
2: me Hines Ward can not go sit in that Marvin Harrison's room and, and, and say that? I'm not to telling him. you
0: you can't. I'm not telling you you can't. No. I'm sure I'm sure he probably could. But we haven't seen it, you know. We haven't yeah, we haven't it hasn't fair. been yeah. we haven't yeah. seen that. So, yeah, he could be the best recruiter of all time, but we haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like if you're if you're going through positions, um, wide receiver for sure. I it's so like if you're because they're still going to coach, right? So it's not like we're saying this guy is just bringing him to campus and then they're not going to coach him. They can still coach ball, okay? Wide receivers one, um, offensive right. line. Need, uh, offensive line, you need to coach first and yeah. then recruit, I, I believe, because it's hard to find uh, offensive linemen. In high school and f- truly fine if they're a, a boom or a bust. So you have to be able to coach them up once they get on campus. Um quarterback, it's a little bit of both. Uh, I think you could you could go either way with that. So that's Running really back,
2: interesting. what you're saying is it differs by position, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. flip-flops. I never really thought about that. That's
1: interesting. Yeah. Todd Gurley. Again, I could have been coaching Todd Gurley, he was gonna be the best player in college football. Yeah, I mean no, so. Andy, you could not have coached Todd Gurley. So you say let him play. That guy, you can landing the ball. I mean, that's not that's it. Hey, I, if I got him on campus, that was all I needed to do. <laughs> you
0: know, no, so that's, like that's that's really interesting
2: though, Paul. I've never really yeah. thought about that, By position by position, it's recruiting over the coaching and then it reverses when yeah, that's 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 kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think I think definitely there's certain positions you want a a, a lead recruiter and a, coaching as mm-hmm. a secondary, and some you want coaching as a lead and recruiting as a secondary. So I think I think it just all depends. We've got old James Caraway here, guys. We'll bring him in. What's up, James? In the garage. What's up, right? No baby. Fabulous.
1: Yeah.
3: No, wife's got the baby.
0: All right. How you doing, James?
3: I'm good. Uh, I wanted to touch on kind of what was just said. I was listening to you know Jim is always with Roddy and he said you know for your coaches you want a OC and QB coach who can coach a DC and then really you want recruiters as the main thing and because the head coach is really going to you know be coaching everybody up but you know he's a big time coach and he said you know that's kind of the general thinking and O line coach as well but you know you're looking for recruiters more than you know they're all can coach but you know, right job is recruiting
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think um and it and it kind of differs, right? Like mm-hmm. uh for Georgia, they've taken this approach on the offensive line. Sam Pittman was a recruiter, right? Yeah. That man brought in studs, you know, and and, and now they've kind of taken this approach of where don't get me wrong, Stacy Searles has brought in some guys too. Monroe Freeling's nothing to laugh at. He's he's a oh, good yeah. he's a good player. Um, yeah. but I think he's more of a coach than than he is a recruiter, you know. So it just it just varies. And I think you look at that. Your staff by year by year basis and say, All right, how many guys do we know can go out there and, and help recruit this position? But we know he's a bang up coach. You know, that's that's where I was getting at. Well, with all that. that being said, James, who would you like to see
2: come in as a yeah. wide receiver slash passing coordinator guy?
3: <laughs> really, I don't care. Um, whoever Kirby brings in is going to oh, be. come fine. on, that,
0: that's that's ridiculous. Give me, give, give so, us so, 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 tomorrow Kirby announces. Eddie from Ackworth is the new wide receivers coach. You're like, man, I've got all the, I've got all the faith, I've got all the faith in old courage. I didn't know
3: a like that. Um,
0: <laughs> Hell of a recruiter, the guy's the guy's an ace of a recruiter. Damn hey, right.
1: he knows everyone around the state of Georgia. He talks to everyone, so he right, right. have the inside. So well, yeah, so we're, we're just gonna you know, send.
3: I think Terrence Edwards. Um, he coaches yeah. all the big time uh, receivers. The thing is, we're never gonna get the top five star guy because we don't pay for that. We pay for big boys. Um, so I mean you can bring Jerry Rice in there. He's unless Jerry Rice is gonna bring that money with him to the recruits, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. So Georgia works within the margins, you know, develop a lad McConkey. You get your pick ins here and there, um, your AD Mitchell. So, you know, target those one fifty to three hundred top recruits and the receivers and and that's where they work.
0: So if you're, if, but here's the thing though, James, if you're targeting those guys, you gotta, you,
3: you gotta right.
1: be able to, you gotta be able to coach a See little. Bit. You're going. Yeah, that's a really good point, Paul. You well, got Terrence, be to coach.
3: Terrence coaches all these guys before they get to college. He does. He does, Yeah. Because
0: the further you get down, the, the more the you got board. The more you got to develop. You
1: yeah, know, yeah. so that's very a good wow. point. Paul. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You so know, that's
3: so like Mac got a bad rap, and it's like, oh, he's not getting these five stars. It's like, well, he's getting a lot of guys into the NFL. And Georgia's not going to get a ton of first rounders and NFL thousand yard receivers, but it's gonna a lot of guys who, when they came in, you would have never said, Oh, that guy's gonna be in the NFL.
0: I think the stigma around Georgia and the wide receivers could potentially change this upcoming year. And that could be something we could talk about a little further in depth, maybe on another show. Is you're gonna have Carson Beck probably go for man, I don't know, 4,000, 4,500? or 45. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could he could potentially hit 45. Um the I think that could that could change some things, but it has been for a long time. Georgia's been running back you. I mean, it you talk to any of these high school kids, they're like, What's Georgia known for? Well, they're running backs, you know, Todd Gurley, uh, Nick Chubb, Sonny Michelle, they, they just rattle them off. You know, James Cook now that he's balling in the league. Um, it's gonna take it's gonna take a, a little bit for Georgia
1: to switch it up. Well, let me ask you this, Paul. So let's say that we go out uh, – let's say it's Terrence Edwards or who, whoever the, the new wide receivers coach is, and if that coach tells Kirby, I do not want to rotate eight guys. I want to rotate – I want four guys in there starting, and then when they get tired, they can get a breather, but they come right back. Is that Kirby's call to say rotate all of them, or is that the wide receiver coach's call? I think that the wide receivers coach probably
0: uh, – he's going to be asked about that in the in the interview, and whatever answer he has – uh, better align with kirby's right yeah. so probably continue to rotate him would be my guess uh because yeah, it's, it's kirby's called the end of the day you know um who, who's getting in and, and getting out so um yeah. it'll be interesting though i think it'll be wrapped up by the time we have our next show who the wide receivers coach will be and we'll, we'll be yeah. able to d- deep dive into him and and what he's been able to do and who knows i mean there's some good names guys we, we talked about james coley joe cox uh terrence edwards Heinz Ward, Brandon Streeter, five pretty solid names uh, that you could add to your coaching staff. And so uh, I don't, don't want to.
1: You're not talked about. So.
0: Yeah.
2: James makes a good point. I mean, I kind of crapped on it, but it's Kirby smart. I mean, we got to trust the guy, right? I mean, he's going to make the right choice. He always does. It seems like right, James.
3: Yeah. And it's not like we're replacing a DC or OC. Yeah, so. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's not, it's not like a critical part of the team,
3: right?
0: Yeah. and it, yeah. But look, BMAC, and you'll see this uh, over at UJsports.com. They just had the Under Armour uh, Combine over in Carrollton. And Roddy, Jed, Trent, ton of guys were over there. There's a ton of new recruiting info on the vault. You got to go check it out. Um, and they talked about BMAC to some of the top wide receiver uh, recruits. And they're like, yeah, that's that's big time you know, him leaving. So whoever it is has to come in and, and, you know, get, get on the horn if you will, and and start contacting these kids early. I'm sure that, you know, Kirby will help, but you got to be able to get back out there and do the same thing BMAC was doing, which he, he, BMAC has always had a solid rep throughout. Yeah. um, yeah, Yeah. Throughout everything. So you've got to bring another guy that's as solid as him too. So James. James, before you go, who's your one impact player
2: that's different from everybody that we were named.
3: Well, I was, I did pretty much men- mention everybody that you guys were. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go Sokovi. I just think maybe. Oh, Sokovi White, I- huh? I've heard, you know, they've been liking him early. but it's so early. But yeah. you-, you can do a little bit stuff that some of the other guys can't do. Um, you know, London, I don't even know if he's better than Arian Smith still. Arian had a bad year. Yeah. Um, I really like Colby, but, you know, there's so many. So I'm trying to think of a guy who maybe do a little bit different stuff that we haven't yeah. seen.
0: Yeah. I like that. I'm very curious. This will be fun, too, to kind of revisit this. Maybe I'll have Andy yeah. write our write our picks down from well, this show, and uh, we'll revisit this, uh, I don't know, sometime in the summer and see how right or wrong we were on our, our picks. So, Well, Paul will be right, right? I mean, we know that. He's yeah. the guy, right? Maybe. I mean, just ask him. Yeah, just ask me. James, as always, man, thank you so much for joining us. Take care, James.
3: And last thing before I go, Austin Riley, MVP, 40 doubles, 40 home runs. Oh, I love it.
0: I love it. The goon. Oh, tough. I like that. Um, Garrett Key said, speaking of running backs, did you all see what Brian Herrian tweeted out? Really weird and crazy by him. Made a lot of UGA fans upset. Me too. Seemed out of character by him. So I think it's – has it since been deleted, boys? He deleted it. Yeah, he
2: did. Yes,
0: yeah. but there are, you know, unfortunately no, for him, guess what? Twitter lasts forever. Yeah. Screenshots. So yep. he tweeted out uh, yesterday, wish I would, wish I never went to UGA laugh out loud wholeheartedly. And then right underneath it said, I get to UGA. It's like, they're trying their hardest to not play me. And they know what I do on the field. It's been political since I got to college NFL XFL. I don't see running backs better than me. All caps ever. I see a lot. With opportunities, though, um, do I? I don't know. I don't <laughs> get that. Um, no, like, really, no reason to. And
2: you know what? I, I don't. Under, I don't understand that either. Because from a fan perspective, which is what Andy and I are. I loved Brian Harrion because it's he was great. yeah, like he had a really like, like a workhorse. Now, now granted he was Chubb was there, Michelle was there, all these guys were there in front. But when he came in, he just worked his ass off and got. Yeah. I mean, I remember the North Carolina game. He he came in and scored. You remember that? That was Kirby's first oh, year, yeah. first game, oh, yeah. and Harrion scored. I was like, Who is this kid? That was an awesome run. And from that point forward, I was a Harrion fan. I thought he was great, but I mean to just crap I, now could have been a late night drunk tweet, whatever, you know, and he deleted it since, but I just, it, it wasn't a good vibe. I didn't like that at all.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, And hopefully if like I was Brian's PR team, I would tell him, Hey, you need to reach out to the all things, Georgia Colin show on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. You need to reach out to, you know, uh, some other podcast that do these shows. You need to go, you know, make right of this um because sitting i would because sitting there and saying saying that and then not tweeting anything else out it's just yeah like, yeah where did, you weren't nobody hated you when you were at georgia i know right? they, why why does this come out you've been out of when was the last time he played at georgia you've been it, out for like four seven, years yeah it's been, been four or five years. years like i don't get it man i don't get it just just let it let it be brian and so,
2: once again, Chubb and Michelle—I mean, those those are legendary running backs. helping their cause, right? I mean, it wasn't I, I, come on. I mean, what is he going to start in front of Nick Chubb? I mean, what is that what you wanted? That's not yeah, happening. So if, you're,
0: if you're watching, uh, Brian, or if somebody sends this to you, open invitation to come on the show, and we'll yeah. talk. We'll talk through it, brother. We'll talk through it. We'll see. We'll see why you send it out, and we'll walk through it piece by piece to see uh, what what's going on with that. Guys, we got 7 minutes left. Football really took us uh, and I, I appreciate it. it because um I love talking football even when there's really nothing to talk about because that's that's when uh that's when you have the fun.
1: What else is on the docket, Andy? Well, do we want to talk about UGA baseball? They swept the UNC Asheville Bulldogs this week. They took um, took all three games. That was huge. Um they had 38 runs, 34 hits, big. eight doubles and 10 home runs. They had 10 home runs in three games. And the crazy thing about those 10 home runs, Charlie Condon did not hit one of those. Yeah, so yeah. that's huge. And Charlie, so I, Charlie, gotta,
2: Charlie, if you, it, I know it's baseball. It's early. But you want to tune in and watch a major league prospect playing baseball? Guy. Charlie Condon is a badass. Tune in just to watch him play. That catch he made today should yeah, be yeah. number one on ESPN highlights. Yeah, it has to Incredible. be.
0: And then uh, that Slate Alford kid, if you oh, haven't man, heard about him. He's great. transfer from mississippi state guys uh starting off uh leading off i think got on base almost damn near every time he was he was playing so
1: he hit 429 this week three homers nine rbis and he scored five runs so yeah hey
0: things might be turned around for old uh georgia baseball good to see them at least starting off in a in a sweep right i think they haven't done that in a little bit so hey i have a question for you guys so
2: um We all know the score of the bowl game against FSU was 63 to 3, right? Um, Damn, that seems like so long ago. It happened. Okay. And then today, or no, yesterday, the softball team beat FSU 20 to 10. So that's
0: 83 to 13. So is FSU now Georgia's bitch? That's hey, my well, question to you, guys. you also you also would have to add on uh, Georgia basketball beating FSU. That's right, that earlier well. in the year. That's right. Yeah, That's right. that, that gets it that. even higher up. FSU yeah. is Georgia's bitch, right? There you go, straight from Eddie from Ackworth's mouth to uh, <laughs> to your ears, folks. There, there you go. UGA basketball. Speaking of guys in this last five minutes of the show, um, man, they've taken a turn. They've taken a turn, and I don't know how to fix this, Andy. How do you fix this? Well,
1: I, I I'll say this. Last year when they were in these games, they were getting completely destroyed. Yeah. Okay. At least they are close in these games now. So I'm looking at it as as like, okay, we have got to this next level. And now maybe next year we can move to another level. Because I don't know. It's 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 sad watching them. I mean, it just it's it's disheartening, but they're in all the games and they weren't last year. So I'm I'm trying to take a positive. They're in the games now when they weren't. And, hey, I think it's one step at a time. Maybe next year they can get a big guy that can be dominant down low, and then that will help everything.
0: Garrett Key says, legit question for UGA B-Ball. Do they win a game the rest of the year? They have Vandy coming up. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at his schedule. They lost Arkansas on the road. They did. They've got to go to Vandy. Then they've got uh, Auburn at home Saturday. That's tough. LSU on the road. A M's coming to town again on Saturday. Uh, the, the Saturday after that, and you've got Old Miss and then Auburn again. Man, I, they need to right the ship against against Vandy. They've got to. Um, and, and you're throwing your hands up, Eddie. But let's let's not act like let's not act like. Um, Yeah, right here, perfect, James. Thank you. James says, "Remember when we were talking about NCAA tourney a couple shows ago? Good times. Yeah, Yeah, you're you're throwing your hands up.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. win them all, Paul. Right there, he's got them all. (laughs) Was
0: that before the Florida loss? The first Florida loss was that before that? Yeah, yeah.
2: that's what started it all. It is. They're just an immature team. They don't know how to win games yet, and that's." That's what I'm talking. Andy makes a great point. You know, last year we lose by, we lose to Florida by 20 points and we didn't yeah. do that. You know, now he, I did watch them lose to South Carolina by 10 points. South Carolina is a really good basketball team, but I, I don't know. It's just, it just seems to me it's the same old, same old. They teased us with a 10 win run. And then we go, 0 and five, what are we? 0 and 5, 0 and six, whatever we are now. And it's just, it's been ugly. And it's just, I don't know it's it just seems to me like you rolled out all this goodwill and it's just gone now. Now, I'm not saying the ridiculousness of fire Mike White move on that's absurd to me. We we got to give it another couple nobody's, of years. nobody's yeah.
0: nobody's on that train. You know, I've there. seen
2: it. I've seen that Paul. Really? We have to move yeah. on from Mike White. You know, oh yeah, yeah, because everybody's so impatient at this point. You know, it's like this is what we've been handed every year it seems like and it's time to move on. But I disagree with that 100%. I, Mike White needs to stay. He needs to – he, he at least three more years to see what we do with this guy. Three more years? Yes. So five. What? You want five years for him? I said three
1: – yes. I, three more from now, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I'll say next year is kind of that. that yeah, activity. I was going to say
0: maybe, maybe next year. Next yeah.
1: year, if they if they go
2: back what down again, who's Georgia basketball going to bring in? They're going to be I like, know.
0: oh yeah, this is the guy. I mean,
3: everybody is. Co- a- hey,
0: what's Coach K doing these days?
1: <laughs> if we get Coach K in Athens, it's
3: like ninety-five,
1: <laughs> I'd still be awesome though. Could you imagine that Coach K? Not, I mean, in come his come on. wheelchair on the sideline, and oh, dude, what's that'd see, be great. What's he doing these days?
0: You know, he hey, does. why don't they?
1: I know a guy who coached Dwayne Wade. Mm, let's get him back. Yeah.
0: I know a guy who coached Dwayne Wade. He's out Just there. relax.
1: Michael I got is fine. I
0: mean, come on. Just saying. There's there's coaches out there, okay? So don't tempt me with a good time, Eddie.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Don't <laughs> hey, tempt me with a good time.
1: Before we go, can can I mention one thing right quick? Oh, um, no, you can't. We're done. No, nah, this, nah, this is big. This is big. This is legit good Another stuff. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hang on, let me find the link. It's okay, not,
2: meats not common. That's so stupid.
1: Oh, not no. Um, no. So the um the my my boss Mike Compton at the Georgia Center, he is the vice president for the Touchdown Club of Athens. Okay. And in conjunction with the Classic City Collection, they put on the gala each year. So the gala will be April the twenty second, two thousand and twenty. Well, hang on, that's April twenty second. Um. God, they got the date wrong on their own website. It's not April 22nd. It's coming up in April and it's going to be, um, all the money that they collect, they, it goes to the classic city collection. And so you can buy a table of eight chairs for $10,000. So Eddie, we're getting in your range, but all of the, um, all of this, this money goes to the classic city collection. And so if you buy a table, you get a football player at your table. So, um, it's, Eddie disappeared because talking about $10,000, but uh, <laughs> the gala is, is very important. It will help with NIL and that will be happening in April. What else um, do I, Andy, what else do I get
0: with that? besides get a, of,
1: a football player to sit at your table and you get a meal. So it's basically just donating money. So is what it is, but it is. Um, yeah. So I was
0: going to ask you, I was going to ask you the price. And then you 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 told us the price. Wow! But
1: if you bought one one chair without buying a table, it's seven hundred and fifty dollars. So you would get a meal, and you you know you get to take pictures. But yeah, straight up black tie event. It's um yeah it's it's really yeah it's really nice. But yeah, so the money goes to it goes to the Classic City Collection. So, and I will have the date. Like I said on their website, it says April twenty second, two thousand twenty three. So that's clearly wrong. But um but yeah, so it's um. What type of yeah. yeah yeah Chris Taylor is asking who's ever been there's somebody that's watching
0: this right now that's been I know you have
1: My tell mom, me what, Mike are you on here if you're tell me, tell his me, name
0: tell but. me what's I mean I've seen it I've always wondered right um I've always wondered what what goes on with that uh so good to know that it's it's affordable for some
1: you yeah know? yeah for Eddie if his internet works out yeah. here in yes. Avery. Uh wow.
0: with that being said, guys, we appreciate it so much so so much uh and thank you for watching us this sunday we'll be back next sunday to uh talk about i'm gonna go ahead and put it on the record talk about georgia's new wide receivers coach okay and uh probably I, some more georgia basketball who knows and the Braves. all on the black tie no i don't brother i don't i don't uh on a black tie i do not appreciate you guys we'll see you uh next sunday thanks again